It is that familiar sound you have heard correctly. And we're on. We are freaking on. I want to just make sure I can keep a few PG viewers before I start swearing my mouth off like normal. Oh, I'm off the gutter. Thank you. Well, episode 11. You know what that means. We are starting the 800s. Cue the theme song that I do not have. Cue the transition music that I also do not have. The celebrations are in full flight and fuck me am I excited. Some really good songs on here today and it's really reaffirmed the whole countdown in itself every episode. I've I've really basically just agreed with every single song that's been where it has and hasn't haven't felt like something needs to be placed lower or placed a little bit higher. And the start of the 800s is definitely just, as I said, reaffirmed some of the spots that have been taken. And today's episode, yeah, I'm really, really excited to round out the 11, the starting squad for the football side of podcast. And I think they say if you get to episode 11 and you are still here, then you've probably done something right, both as a listener and as a podcaster. Um, and yeah, no, there's so much to get through today. Um, 10 songs as normal I have written them down on my piece of paper and I am of course headed to work as I do so often and as is the catalyst for this podcast Um, and it is a beautiful Wednesday afternoon had a bit of cold weather recently and I am talking about the weather on a podcast it is some small talk between you and me you not giving me as much I'm giving everything, that's fine, um, bit of cold weather here in Newcastle and now it's 27 degrees outside so it's really easy to navigate the uh, clothing uh, choice for work, you know, do I wear the jeans, do I wear a undershirt, do I wear shorts, is it sort of that kind of weather, who knows, there is a jacket out in the bottle shop and inside, but you never know when you're going to need either, so it's good to just cover all bases and make sure that you've got the right attire for your shift, and no, this is not a sponsored segment, I I do not have any sponsors, so I'm just talking out of my fucking asshole like normal, Um, and yeah, it's good to be here, Um, the 800s, this is sort of, I would say, a few songs before I started getting the shits with the countdown. I will confirm that. Um, This first 150, so about episode 15 or 16, the songs after that will start really getting on my nerves. Not because of the songs themselves or because I'm sick of doing the podcast, but it'll just give me flashbacks to when I hated doing the countdown um, due to the time and the effort that I was putting in and the um, what was I getting out of it. You know, nothing really. Until now, I'm getting this out of it. I'm getting the opportunity to talk to myself for 40 minutes every time I drive to Rover Terrace for work. And, you know, that's bringing me joy. Should it? Possibly not. Does it? Yes, somehow. Um, so, uh, the, usually I start these with a bit of um, a bit of small talk just about what's going on in my life. But I really am struggling to think of things. I am going away this weekend off to one mile for a friend's birthday, which I'm very much looking forward to. Um, Haven't been that way in a long time. I don't think I've actually ever been there 
as an adult. I think I would have been there on a day trip or something as a child. Um, so I'm looking forward to the camp. I just went to Kmart the other day and bought a whole bunch of things. I went to Splendor, when I've been to Splendor and Falls three times, I've had the same tent, which is fine. It's been an old faithful. Nothing wrong with the old faithful. Um, and this guy's going to try and overtake me, but he's going to learn very quickly that he's in the wrong lane for that. So, bit of a dickhead, but, you know, these are the things that happen. Um, and, oh, he's an asshole. Fuck you. Anywho, what can you do? Um, I've just had to break fucking quite abruptly, but what, what can you say? Um, but, yeah, up to one mile. Decent little drive, it looks like, which I'm all for. Won't be recording a podcast because I will have guests in the car, which is always fun. Um, and something I've never had to do too much is drive people to and fro. Um, I'm usually the passenger in the trips north. Um, but yeah, the same tent. And after Splendor 2, um, it had basically all but gone to shit. My problem was that I wasn't washing it when I would get home. Or I'd basically let it air for about a day and a half. And then I'd pack it back away, not to be used for another 12 months. And I would open it again, and it would smell like death. So... You know, I had regularly got complaints from other campsite people saying that smells like fuck, Chad, and, you know, my apologies. But I did get some egg splattered on there this year. I don't know how, last year even. No, it was two years ago now, because it's 2021. Um, yeah, I got some egg splattered on there, and I'm not sure how that happened, but it it led to me sort of giving up, and that's, that's pretty much it. I just gave up. But, no, I... Um, it was early in the morning, about 530 we were listening to the same... We were listening to Turn Off the Lights by Chris Lake because Cooper decided that if we put that on and only that, we would only... We would just go quicker because we would want to get that song off. And I've just overtaken the guy that was so rude to me before, which is just a great feeling. Um, if we put that on, it'll just motivate us to go even harder because we want to get the song off. And... Needless to say, I probably don't know if I agree with that. It made me just resent the song. Um, but, yeah, about 5.30 in the morning, we're packing the car. There's just not looking like it's going to be a lot of room. I don't understand how that happens. I think maybe before Splendor, you have a lot of time and care to put into organising the car and, um, you know, arranging everything in a neat way and not for, not for the way home because you want to get out of there as quick as possible. Otherwise, you have to wait about four or five hours, which I have never had to do. We've always been pretty switched on and just get out of there. But um, in this instant, it was more of a more of a pain in the ass to sort of um, get my tent in. And I just I, I took the uh, I took the the fall and I said I'll get rid of it, boys. Don't worry, my tent will go. We'll have some room, no problem. And away we went. And that meant that for this camping trip coming up this weekend, I didn't have a tent to go. So I had to go to Kmart, get the shitty little $15 one. It'll suffice for two nights. That's the best part. I've got a little tarp. I've got a sleeping bag and a pillow. I'm sure I'll be fine. Um, But, you know, I'm looking forward to the camping trip. A few other supplies in there. A little mug. um, A pump. Because even though I'm pretty confident one of the other 40 people going on this trip will have an air pump, I'm just too nervous to ask them. So I'll just bring my own. Um, and, I'll, yeah, I've got a mattress, of course. Uh, I, I've just really 
sort of uh, it's, an, it's a waste of really resources and it's a waste of, of things that I don't need to be buying but I just would prefer to buy than look for my own things um, but I'm 900% confident that I also got rid of the mattress because I think I got a hole in it and it was just air coming out of it that was never going to get back in there so had to be pretty ruthless with some of my um, equipment or gear if you will um, which is fine and there's, there's nothing wrong with just getting rid of things. Um, I really got in this lane a little bit too early, but that's okay. Um, and yeah, so looking forward to that camping trip. Not sure what the the agenda is, what the itinerary is, um, but I'm assuming it'll be a few beverages, maybe some cricket, maybe some swimming, you know, all of the above. Might get sunburned, that'll be fun. Looking forward to that part of it, actually. I always do get a little bit sunburnt when the sun is out I have pale fucking Anglo-Saxon skin and you know I regularly just don't uh I do I do apply I apply quite a lot um but you know sometimes the sun's just too much and as much as I live by the motto that you shouldn't fuck with the sun the sun the sun still fucks with me so yeah that'll be me um, probably won't get an episode recorded over that time. Not that that will matter to anyone, because I will have not. I have so many to bank make up that I can release that I can just give to you. Um, so, nevertheless, go forth and have no fear, for I will be right here. Does that make sense? It rhymes. Doesn't mean it has to make sense think that rhyme is enough of the sense um but yes we shall crack in 900 that pesky little song just before the 800 start pissed me off but it's worked out that way but that is just how the cookie crumbles and it's again by noah cyrus and xxx tentacion i think that's how you say it god forbid if that isn't i just really am not sure um, rest in peace to him. Uh, he did die, I think, 2019. One of the biggest Spotify-streamed artists still in the world. He was up in the top 10 for quite a while, pretty well immediately before and after his death. Um, a lot of his songs have, like, over a billion streams. This one doesn't. It's only got 192 million. Not that that's any shit up. That's just less. But, um, yeah, Noah Cyrus... Sister of Miley and Jackson. Yep, there is a third Cyrus, and he is the brother. He played um, old mate in Hannah Montana. And son of Billy Ray and the mum. I don't know who the mother is. But, yeah, this one, I don't even know. I think I found it from XXX Tentacion. And it placed very high in 2018. And it's now fallen sharp, so far past the fucking where it could have been. Um, I'm pretty sure in 2018 it was 200. But I'm also pretty sure in 2020 it was 200. I think it might literally have dropped 700 places, which is fucking pretty heartbreaking. He had a, quite a few songs in 2018. I know that for sure. He was in like the top 30. I think with Jocelyn Flores or Revenge. One, I think it was Revenge. Um, but I don't even think they're in this one this year. I don't know why. I just... Just don't think I have listened to them since that period of my life. 
um, which is fine. But I'm sure they, as if everything, they will find a way back in. And there will be a way for them to return to us. What the fuck is that? Jesus. Oh, some sort of um, equipment on the side of the road. Maybe scaffolding equipment. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, but yeah. Revenge and Jocelyn Flores may make their way back in. They might still be in here, I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty confident they're not. And if they are, they are not as high as they could have been compared to the last few years. Um, but yeah, again, by Noah Cyrus and XXXTentacion 2017, it was a single. No album attached to that one. And as I said, 192 million streams, so good for them. Um, she dated Lil Xan. I know that. Um, and he has a song later. I know that as well. So I'm all about... I am all about the... Uh, the... What you, the gossip and the, the tabloids. I know who's dating who. I don't think they're dating anymore. But I just read a sign there that says April 11th to May 13th. Night roadworks. So that's going to make every drive to and from work just that little bit more painful. I would say mostly on the drive home. Um, but yes, it is 900, and that means, ladies and gentlemen, we are beginning the 800s, and 899, the first of 10 episodes worth of 800 numbered songs, 899, it is Ocean Alley, they're back with a opening track from Chiara Skuru, I hope I pronounced that correctly, in 2018. This one, with just a humble five mil streams, it's Corduroy. And I reckon I sort of missed this one when it came out as a single. In fact, I'm not even 100% sure it was a single, but in my head it is. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think I heard this one pretty well at all. I think I was pretty engrossed with the come down. And the whole album came out and I sort of got to got to know every other song on there. But Corduroy they played live at Laneway and I thought it was fucking magnificent. So I had to go home and find it. Lo and behold, here it is. It's 899. Um, and they, I have mentioned it pretty well the last two episodes, I think it was two episodes ago, and they had Hold On, but they're, they're just doing quite a bit for themselves in the past couple of years. They've um, sort of lime cordial style, they've sort of taken taken what their, their success is and just run with it, which is great to see. You know, I'm, all, I'm all for riding your wave, and they've ridden their wave, and then they've sort of just kept that going, that whole flow sticks with them, so does that make sense? I don't think it does, sometimes I just ramble and I don't even know what I'm saying um, but yeah, 899 that is them brings us of course chronologically, as you know to the Gorillas with 898 it's from the album Plastic Beach in 2010 280 million streams for On Melancholy Hill and yeah, this is this is one of those songs that will really bring you back down to earth. Um, you know, when you think of the Gorillas, you're probably thinking of Feel Good Inc. Or, you know, maybe Kids With Guns. But this one is... This one's something special. 
Um, and I think that when they play live, I'll have a bit of a moment to myself. So that's 898, 280 million streams, as I said. And you know, a couple of songs in this episode are ripe up where with the streams, which is good. You know, there's, there's always good to see a bit of variation in who's listening to what, um, and it's just show that I have a little bit of a little bit of everything going on, a little bit of pop, a little bit of rap, a little bit of whatever you want to call the gorillas. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's definitely one of their most popular um, compared to, like I said, Feel Good. It's probably not the pump up songs that make everyone so familiar with the gorillas, you know, the Clint Eastwoods and so on. But, um, you know, gorillas fans are massive fans of this one, as you can tell by the streams. Ten, only 11 years ago, I would have thought it'd be a lot earlier. Um, and. I'm just sort of glad that the gorillas are still going while they're in my time because that means I get to see them live, as I've mentioned. I'm looking forward to that. For example, like Oasis, I probably may never see them live again unless they have a world tour where they come back if they want a couple hundred million dollars again, which I am fairly sure will happen. Um, I think, you know, eventually they'll both crack. I think Liam's sort of into it. I don't know if Noel is, but I reckon he might in the end. So, um, you know, that'll be good fun. And, yeah, so the gorillas, that'll be good to see. Hopefully, Splendor goes ahead and they'll be there. Um, and they're 898, bringing us, of course, into 897. And it's always always fun to, you know, be able to count properly. Um, you know, knowing that I can go from 898 to 897. It's just that one-to-one number correspondence that I've been learning so much about at university with young children and how they learn to be numerate. Um, so, you know, these are the these are the things that you really appreciate when you learn. Um, so 897, I will say that you shouldn't be surprised that it's Hockey Dad back again. But this time it is Raygun from the album Baronia in 2016. Um, and this one... 835k on those streams and Raygun is really good because when I saw them at the Enmore Theatre I think it was a new set list for them uh, I think they just released Blend In so they sort of rotated what they were going to play and Raygun was in there and they had everyone that was supporting them so it was Milk and Thread Toddy and oh fuck the Tiny Little Houses that's the one they had them come out with actual guns and shoot shirts and merch at people. It was fucking sick. I didn't catch any, but it's good to be a part of it. And yeah, Raygun, actually sort of an underrated one from this album. And I have a terrible feeling that I this is the first song from that album, but I also have a feeling that there was another one before, which I just, for the life of me, cannot think of. But yeah, Baronia, my favourite of the albums there. Every song will be in here bar one, which is two forever. It's not its fault. It just happened not to make it. Um, and this, this song is, yes, basically thanks to the live act that it's made it. Um, so, you know, you can always rely on the live act to reinforce how good a song is or remind you that there are other songs on the album that you haven't considered yet. And I honestly wouldn't have put it in the set list, you know. I, I had heard it before because I know the album. And knowing what I know about all their music, I probably wouldn't have even put Raygun in the set list at all. But I'm glad that they did. It was great. 
Um, so that was that was Hockey Dad's live act, and that's 897, 896, and it's our very first double up. They're back yet again. Only one song later with Beach House. It's Hockey Dad again from the EP Dreamin'. Um, and it feels good to have a double up. You know, I haven't had one yet until now. And there are a few more coming up through the series. So keep your eye, eyes and ears locked out for that one. Not that you're going to be able to see them. But, um, yeah, that's the, that's the first of the double ups. And Beach House from the... EP that is just five fucking really good songs. Um, this one, you know, 1.8 million streams. 2000 and uh, what is it, 14? Yeah. So they have released a project every two years since 2014. Dreamin' and then Baronio in 2016. Blend in 2018 and then Brain Candy in 2020. So next year, I'm hoping it's back with the same for Hockey Dad, and they'll earn their rightful place still on the throne of my favourite band um, and they've you know I'm sort of the same with Catfish I hope they release something soon um, I'm, all, I'm holding out for both of those guys and it's sort of be a competition from there and he is speeding I can confirm that the guy on my right here not that I have a big problem with it I'm just letting everyone know um, and yeah 896 for Beach House 1.8 million streams, as I said, and, you know, this album, EP even, just, yeah, five really good songs, so put that on, have a good little half an hour just listening to that, and it'll probably be something you very much enjoy. Um, so Hockey Dad 2 today, however many thus far, there's still plenty more to come from them. Um, and this one, yeah, you know, I am fully aware of every song on this album and you know I'm, if you can't hear me right now it's because there's a truck on my right who's very loud um, truck Mac encounters with another truck as is how the road works um, but yeah dream it get it get amongst it I've got a signed copy by them because uh, when they played at um, what do you want to call it but I got um, yeah, they, when they played at the Edwards, they had a signing afterward and I waited around. They pretty much signed everything I owned, which was sick. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the EPs that they signed, one of the albums, the CD I had. Um, and so, good to see them back in there. And 895, slowing it down a little bit, stripping it back. It's Tom O'Dell with Another Love. And, yeah, this one's right up there with the feels. It's, just, it's a little bit of a sad one. Um, chuck that one on when you're feeling in the dumps uh, but nevertheless it's still a great song and Tom O'Dell has a few from this album Long Way Down this one's got I dare say it 385 million streams so I think everyone can appreciate this one 2013 eight years ago now and yeah quite a few good songs on this album a few to come from him as well which I can happily say there was a edit of this one, a remix, if you will. Someone sort of made it a sort of a lo-fi sort of song, I guess. I don't really know the different genres of electronic music, but they definitely put it in fucking garage band and did some shit to it. I don't know what the recording software is, but uh, nevertheless, 
he's got a lot of more streams than I would have thought he would, so that's fine, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, and he is 895, so um, I'm looking forward to hearing from him in the future with his songs in this countdown, because even though I know they're in there, I have no idea where they've placed, um, they will be higher than this one, that's for sure. And they will be in the same realm as the songs that they finish around because I have done pretty well for myself, I would say, with the songs that are um, in their correct positions. This bloke has been indicating for fucking ages, brother. Go! I'm letting you in. Jesus Christ. Anywho. Um, sorry for the aggression there. There was no need. Uh, and any, uh, anyway... 895, Tom O'Dell, Another Love, and we are halfway through this episode, halfway through these songs, it's wonderful, what a feeling, um, 894, this one, a little bit off key, a little bit, no one would ever probably guess that this song would ever make any countdown, only because you probably don't even know that you know it, and you do know it. If you've seen Lilo and Stitch, you do know Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. It is one of the greatest songs of all time. For me, it's my 894th favourite. But I'm already thinking that if I watched Lilo and Stitch again and this song came on in that scene, it would shoot itself up a couple hundred, maybe all the way to number one. It's a fucking banger. It's from 2002, the movie. 82 million streams, so maybe I undershot there how, how unpopular it is. And unpopular, I mean unrecognised, underappreciated, underrated, a lot of uns. Um, but, yeah. Mark Kiali Ho'omalu, I hope I pronounced that correctly, and it's the Kamahamahea Children's Choir. So I apologise if I've butchered those names, I did my best. Um, but yeah, man, this, this song will get you in a fucking belter of a mood, I don't care who you are, or where you come from, this song is something else, and if you haven't heard it, go put it on now, if you haven't watched the movie, mate, go put that fucking movie on, that's a great movie, um, and, you know, I'm a tiny bit sceptical about putting soundtrack songs in, because I feel like they were intended for a soundtrack, not to be listened to, um, individually, maybe, you know, put the movie on, you'll understand the song a bit more, but fuck that noise, I've got a few soundtrack songs in here, which I am proud to uh, have included, um, and this one is no different, it's a great fucking song, I can't understate that enough, it's so good, if you're feeling in a good mood, put it on, you'll be in a great mood, if you're feeling in a bit of a rough mood, put it on, you'll be in a smooth mood, I don't even know if that's a fucking thing, but rough and smooth, opposites attract, something, something, all the best, the great song, 8.94, and 8.93, now this is a special one, uh, when I made the thousand and I sent it to all my friends, I made a specific list of about 65, 70 songs of my picks from the thousand, um, particular songs that I thought were of such great importance that they needed to be uh, highlighted amongst a thousand songs, you know, I, I said in the sort of blurb about these songs that while I hope you listen to just about all of them, um, give these ones an extra special glance along with the top 100, um, and the first one of that, the first one to appear in the Truck Mac Top 1000 official picks is Kings of Leon with McFearless, 
from the album Because of the Times. And this one, 2007, 8.5 million songs. And they are probably in the realm of my top five bands. Um, and they've got, you know, just so many, so many good songs. Uh, but this one, a particularly good one. Um, I was researching Jackass a long time ago. I think I was just listening to... I just listened to the Steve-O podcast on Joe Rogan. And I, um, you know, I... As I do, I went down a rabbit hole of everything that he's been doing with his life. I went on Wikipedia, see what he's been up to. And I come across Jackass, and I started reading a little bit more about that. And of course, I come across Ryan Dunn, who passed away in a couple of years ago. I feel like a couple of years ago. It might have been like 10 years ago. Um, but yeah, he passed away. Super sad, of course. I'm not sure. I think he was drunk driving. It doesn't make it better. Uh, but a man lost his life, so... You know, you have to be empathetic with that, um, sympathise. And they played McFearless by Kings of Leon at his funeral. So it's got a little bit of a special meaning behind it in that way. Um, and I can appreciate why it was played. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely, lovely Kings of Leon song. Um, sort of the same sort of, uh, I guess you want to say vibe. I don't want to say vibe, though. It's the same sort of style as their popular ones. Um, you can you can understand, you know, why it's up there as one of their more emotional songs. Why got chosen, I would say. Um, but yeah, you, if you're a big fan of Kings of Leon and you haven't heard this one, you'll you will enjoy this as I did, because um, I'd never heard it until I read about that. So I read about Steve-O and then I listened to the song and then I listened to the album and it just again reinforced how much I love a bit of. Kings of Leon. So, 893, the first pick from the Truck Mac picks. Congratulations to them. There's, yeah, as I said, about 65, 70 of them. So, uh, you can sort of navigate your way into them. When I can remember to put them in, I have the list of them in my computer. So, I'm sure when I write the full thing out, I can just highlight them. Um, so, you know, that'll be good fun. You'll be able to get some specific songs that I recommend you listen to, even if they, if you've been listening along at home to every other song. Um, it's about, you know, I would literally say that the ten songs is basically the same as an episode. So, you know, you can either choose to listen to the next episode of the podcast or you can listen to the ten songs from that episode of the podcast that you just listened to. I've, I've done it really well, haven't I? You're welcome other than a few exceptions where it might be a little bit shorter or a lot longer, because there are some songs in here that are fucking long. I will say that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's 893, which brings us, of course, into the final two of the episode. And I've just looked at the time there, and I'm not, not short. 31 minutes in. Um, I just feel like I haven't said as much as I could have, but, you know, that's how it works sometimes. Maybe I don't need to make this one 40 minutes long. Maybe it can just stay at around the 35-minute mark. Who fucking knows? I might go on a ramble here. Um, but 892, and it's Coldplay from the greatest album of our time. Not really. Sort of, but not really. Definitely not. Great one, though. Definitely up there. It's Trouble from Parachutes. And Parachutes, of course, 2000. That one come out 21 years ago. Their debut um, 
their debut project back when they were just college kids and not the biggest band in the world basically I would like anyone to tell me who was a bigger band in the world in the modern era that is still producing regular music you know you can't tell me that the Rolling Stones are the biggest band in the world because they are not regularly making music and if they are I haven't heard it um, I would think Coldplay in this our generation no band has probably sold more tickets had more fucking hits and that's good you know I'm never going to fucking hear Coldplay hate fuck you if you want to hate on Coldplay get away from me um, this is their first uh, song Trouble and this album yeah mate go give this one a listen it's fucking unreal cannot say anything higher about it it's just fucking sick um, so yeah, 193 million streams, so it's still not under, it's definitely appreciated, it's definitely got the plaudits that it deserves, um, and you know, I will, I will back this to the hills, to be honest, um, so that's, that's how that's working, and I have pulled up to work, but that's alright, because I need to sit in my car and finish this. How's my reverse part going? Fucking sensationally, I would have to say. It has. I've done really well there. Brilliant. And I just have to put my socks on and do that all that fun stuff. But we do have one more song. And if you've been waiting, if you've been, you know, holding out for this one, waiting really long just to hear 891, it's finally come. And it is Kanye West. Can't tell me nothing. And Kanye, oh, doesn't he have some tunes? And he does appear quite a lot. And that may be a hint for something I've alluded to in the past about Kendrick Lamar. If you haven't figured it out yet, unlucky. But Kanye West, yeah, this one, Graduation, the album. Um, And, uh, you know, a very, very humble... 214 million streams from 2007, and he is nothing but hits. Kanye, just every time he released something, I think the world stopped and just gave it a listen and then just went, yeah, fucking fair enough, that's probably one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. And now here we are. But he, of course, has gone off the rails a little bit. I don't know the full story with that, I don't know what his go is, but my boy sort of went biblical there for a while. And that's okay, there's nothing wrong with finding your faith and running with it. I know for a fact that I am not like that, but maybe one day I will be. I'm pretty confident that I won't. But, you know, sometimes people have these divine experiences where they end up being a man of God. And will that be me? I'm saying no now, but I can't tell you because I'm sure people in the past have said that about themselves. Um, But yeah, Kanye has done that, and his last album... Follow God, or Jesus is King, or something. Well, yeah, Jesus is King. Follow God is a song off there. But, um, yeah, that sort of proved that fact, which is fine. Um, And, you know, this album, of course, 14 years ago. Um, Does this have a feature at all? I have a feeling it does, but 